every time a preacher develops a sermon, there are always things that don't make the cut. Observations, connections that just wouldn't fit. There are always extra pieces of information. These are those extras. This is Sunday Morning Leftovers. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Sunday Morning Leftovers. Um, <clears throat> so today, uh, we just went through the parable of the sower uh, this past Sunday, and uh, next week we're going to work through the parable of the weeds. Um, and so one of the things that I wanted to talk about uh, today, well, I guess the main thing that I wanted to talk about today, because <clears throat> I have another whole video that I need to make today uh, that is um, of a different nature, a different topic. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I think many times we, uh, can get caught up, I think in, uh, which, uh, which, uh, soil am I right? Um, in this, in this parable, uh, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. These are the hard-hearted folks who, um, I mean, would you, you a, a real believer m most often is going to be able to pick up on the hard-hearted, hard-heartedness that's going on in that um, scenario. Uh, and the, the second uh, type of person, as for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. That, that one is uh, that something that, um, uh, you know, we, we, we can, well, we can look at these different things, these different types of soil, right? So the person who has a hard heart, the path person, right? Who has a really hard heart, who it never actually even penetrates um, that heart and never is allowed to exchange that heart for a new one. Um, we can look at the person who uh, um, everything is great at first. It seems like, wow, this Jesus thing is uh, amazing. It's uh, going to change my life. And, and then you realize that there actually is a cost involved in this Jesus thing, right? It's, it's your whole life is his, no matter what that means. Even if you're Stephen being stoned uh, in the street uh, for, or, or burned at a stake or whatever that looks like for you, uh, no matter what that looks like, uh, um, we have to be all in, right? Like that's what a, a, a true believer jumps to. And then there's the third person, uh, listed as sown among thorns. This is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it proves unfruitful. So then there's the person who uh, seemingly uh, jumps in uh, head first. I'm, I'm in, I love uh, Christ. He saved me. I'm a Christian. Um, and, but it really is always all about stuff. It's always all about um, my happiness. It's always all about my white picket fence, no matter what. It's always all about uh, my career advancement, my uh, uh, wealth management, my retirement planning, my this, that, or the other thing. Now, listen, those other things aren't bad, but, but the person that's uh, being talked about here by Christ in this parable is 
this is the person who um, is uh, equates those other things to the relationship with Christ that should be first. Um, I think one of the uh, struggles, though, that we have that is sort of a read between the lines kind of a thing is this hundredfold, another sixtyfold, and another thirty. And, and Jesus is there just talking about different um, kinds of amounts of fruit um, that are going to come from the, the real believer, the good soil, the person who has actually been changed, um, who is um, not, uh, who, who maybe struggles with hard-heartedness, but, but, is, but the, the gospel permeates that regardless, right? And, and every time you feel that the heart is, your heart is hardened by something, you get convicted and, and you repent and turn that around. And, or the person who, um, you know, you really just are in no matter what, no matter the cost, no matter what it means. If I lose my job, I will pray with you, right? Like that kind of thing. Um, or the person, uh, who is counter, uh, to the, the, the seed sown among thorns, that, that ground, right? Um, the, who uh, is actually, you look at your career as a good thing, but as a good thing um, that is beneath and just a part of your Christian walk. That's it's just under the greater umbrella of your following Christ, Right. If that's you, right, and you do see fruit in your life, here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes it can feel um, and, and seem like, and we can look in the mirror and we can think, um, man, this is, uh, we, we can look at other people's fruit, right? Uh, and, and I tried to allude to this briefly in um, the church yesterday, but um, it's easy to look at other people's fruit and go, man, why, why, why don't, why don't I live like that? Why can't I produce that? Why does that not come from me, right? Um, and if that's you, I just want to, I just want to encourage you, right? Like, um, fruit is fruit. Um, of course, we should always aspire to do better. We should always aspire to to continue in, in our growth and. Um, we should always look for ways and means by which we can grow and, and learn more about Christ, learn more of who he is, get to know him better through studying the word. And, um, and, and that will ultimately produce more and more and more fruit. And, and sometimes different kinds of fruit, right? You have, um, I think, the obvious uh, analogies are the fruits of the Spirit, right? And the things that Scripture calls fruit. Um, such as love, joy, peace, patience, all, all of these things, right? These virtues that, that really only come from knowing Christ, at least fully, right? Um, so we could, we could talk about um, those kinds of fruits. We could also talk about fruit that actually produces other believers, right? And um, this, uh, some, some of you are really gifted at this. You're able to walk into a situation that other people aren't able to walk into. And, um, and it's not because you're better or amazing or whatever. It's just because that's where God has gifted you, right? Um, and it's, and if, if that's not you, and if you're the person that looks at those people with lust, right? <laughs> with, with like, I wish I could be like that. And you covet their gifts, right? Which happens. Um, I just want to encourage you, like, it's, it's not always about, um, 
it's not a competition of fruit, right? Let me say it that way. It's not a competition of fruit. And your the fruit that you produce isn't necessarily um, a, it's not necessarily a um, uh, determiner of your salvation. It's not a, it's not even necessarily, it's not a determiner of your salvation. It's not a determining factor. You're not working for salvation, right? Um, and it also doesn't, um, always speak to your uh, your uh, maturity in Christ or how deep you are with the Father, right? It doesn't always speak to that. There, um, there were uh, are men and women who have had um, little fruit, people who you would maybe never know or hear of um, that are uh, very, very deep, rich followers of Christ. Um, and conversely, there are people who are, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say shallow, but who aren't as mature and don't know Christ as deeply, haven't walked with him as long through as many years, through as many circumstances and difficulties, and um, don't know his providence through experience uh, as, as much. There are those folks um, who God, for whatever reason, has given them fruit that doesn't make any sense. That's just amazing, an explosion of uh, fruit, right? Um, one of the things that, uh, that I appreciate from uh, John MacArthur said once about his own ministry, now, love him or hate him, I don't, uh, it's, it is what it is, right? Uh, but one of the things that he said about his own ministry that I really appreciated was that he, he said, I've always... Um, uh, concentrated on the uh, let God deal with the breadth of my ministry, and my obligation is to deal with the depth of my ministry. Um, and I think if if that's our attitude, then then um, fruit is fruit, right? The the fruit that that is coming from your life, that 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 is good. Okay, the the good fruit that's coming from your life is good fruit. It is miraculous fruit that could not have come from a dead person who's dead in their trespasses, who doesn't know Christ, who doesn't know uh, God, who isn't headed toward, who, who isn't uh, headed toward an inheritance that is um, stored up for you. The, the person who, um, I guess, you know what, my heart behind this is, is this, right? Like, I think that there, there, it just seems to me there's a whole lot of, there are a whole lot of folks that, um, come to the church, not just hillside, but just in general, that are part of the church world that really deep down struggle with why can I not be like so-and-so and their ministry and their amazing walk with God. And Now, some of that is okay. It's okay to desire to have a deeper walk with God um, when you see someone who just it, it very obviously has an incredibly deep walk with God. Um, but if we're just basing it on uh, fruit and outcome, God, God is... Now, I'm going to get in trouble here for just a second, okay? God, God does not care about equality of outcome when it comes to your fruit, okay? He doesn't. It's, it's different for every person, and, and every person has different gifts, and certain gifts kind of... Uh, maybe breed more visible fruit 
Um, if, if you have a gift of teaching, um, your fruit might be more visible than the person um, or at least more uh, uh, easily attributed to your ministry and your life. Uh, than than the person who maybe has a gift of administration and works behind the scenes that you never see, right? Um, and yet the the people who make sure that the microphones work at our church, um, who make sure that not only do they work, but that they're, uh, the, the levels are okay enough that they're not going to distract people during our worship time, um, who uh, make sure, uh, Mr. O, that makes sure that the slides and things are, are going well, because whenever oh, uh, whenever the computer decides to uh, lose its mind, everyone everyone sees it and notices it, right? He has a very difficult job, and it's an important job, but you don't even know who he is unless you've been around our church for a while, right? Um, because he works in the background, but he's there every week. He's there religiously unless he's actually sick. Um, he works hard. He gets the job done. Um, and I would call every every time that we have uh, a a Sunday morning happen that um, that isn't filled with distraction, where we can come together and and worship in song and worship in preaching and worship in scripture reading and prayer and time with God and time with one another and fellowship, and we can do that with very little distraction because of some technological malfunction. That is fruit of their ministry, and it's very behind the scenes, and no one ever really even knows that they exist, right? Which, to them, ironically, is a, a bit of a compliment, because if you know they exist, that's typically not... <laughs> uh, it's uh, bad because something happened, right? But, uh, but that's just one example, right? And we, we don't have to talk about the people who serve... Um, in the nursery or the people who serve in all these other areas or uh, let's just get away from church the 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 impact that you have with people that you work with um if you work outside the home um th- that impact right um the fruit that you produce in your children uh is another example of that it's not always that visible right mama <laughs> i mean there there uh, i remember there's a time the first time ever uh jesus um we talk about Christ all the time. We talk about uh, church all the time. We're, um, we're that kind of family, right? Uh, and Dallas was just old enough that um, he picked up a cross, a little cross thing, um, and held it up. And he said something like, um, look, a cross like the one Jesus died on. And the first time he said that, I thought, wow, they do pay attention, right? Um, and it's those little moments like that that you think, okay, there, maybe, maybe there is a such thing as fruit that's coming from this whole thing, right? Um, so I just want to encourage you, you know, if, if there's any fruit at all, right? Like this is, this is evidence. Fruit is evidence, right? Uh, a lack of fruit is also evidence if there's no fruit, Right? But let's not confuse that with um, fruit that is difficult to see sometimes, okay? Um, I, I, I don't want anyone to walk around discouraged and feeling like, oh my gosh, am I one of the people who aren't saved? Am I one of the people who are you just think that I'm a Christian or who are going to abandon the faith or whatever? I don't see any fruit in my life. Just listen, calm down. Don't panic. Fruit is fruit, right? If If you're... 
um, if, if you see growth in your life, hey, if you're married, ask your spouse from time to time. I know that's dangerous. Spouses, be good. Ask your spouse sometimes, right? What, how, how have you seen me growing? Or have you? Or, or do I have like a ton more work to do because I just, I don't feel like I'm growing, right? It's good to have those conversations with spouses or with other people if you're not married or if you are married, but just, just people around you who know you really well. These are all good conversations to have um, as we all pursue um, becoming people who are more fruitful and um, who are more obsessed with Christ and who run to him uh, more frequently, who are developing the skill of praying first uh, before running to anything else or texting mom or texting this or asking for help here or there. Um, what, what, as we're doing this life thing, right? Um, I, there is certainly a such thing as no fruit right? And I think that's actually more recognizable than, than we sometimes think it is. But sometimes we confuse um, no fruit with um, unseen fruit or unrecognizable at the time fruit or fruit that people don't really know about or whatever. And, and um, listen, it's just fruit. It just says this, as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. All different kinds. And the person who yields thirtyfold is just as saved, is just as much a believer, is just as in love with Christ as the one who yields a hundred. God has different plans for all kinds of different people. So don't be discouraged if, you're, if, you, if it's hard for you to recognize the fruit sometimes. Ask around, right? And, and be willing to hear hard things sometimes. If, if, uh, if you ask that question and somebody says, you know what? I mean, yeah, I've seen this and this, but there's also this, right? Um, part of being a believer and a Christian and part of being in a family of God is being willing to hear uh, correction, hearing the hard things, hearing the areas in which we need to grow in producing fruit, in which we need to plead with God to help us produce more fruit. So, um, and I also just want to say, if you're uh, convicted by the whole thing, um, well, that's also fruit, <laughs> right? Um, uh, the Holy Spirit is what uh, convicts and produces conviction. He uses the word of God to convict. And, um, and so if, if you're worried and, ang- and anxiety is gripping you because you uh, don't see um, just an overabundance of fruit in your life, um, that could very well be fruit in and of itself that, um, that only a believer would, would be dealing with. So um, don't, don't be discouraged by the fruit thing. Okay, I want you to actually be encouraged by it and use it as a as a question inside your head to um, ask what what do I what kind of fruit do I produce or do I produce fruit or how can I produce more fruit or what uh, how can I grow right how can I grow that's the whole journey right run the race fight the good fight Paul says right so keep um, keep producing 
um, ask around if you're unsure or worried or uh, want guidance in, in growth and how do I how do I get better at this or that, um, and then be willing to hear uh, what is said, whether it's hard or or easy. Okay. All right. Until next time. Later, Tater. Mm-hmm.